Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It is Sunday, March 3. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. And this is a brand new week. We are in week two of the Lion and the Lamb series. I'm really excited about that. And we are in a new text as we're continuing in Isaiah. Uh, we're going backwards, actually. We started in Isaiah 66 last week. Now we're in Isaiah 63 this week. So let me pray for today. Brand new day. Oops. And a brand new uh, week as well. Heavenly Father. Great to call your name, wonderful to call your name. Even with as we reflect on this week, as we reflect on all we have before us, we ask for your blessing, for your guidance, for your wisdom, and for your understanding in this passage. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so as you may know, but you may not know if you're new to listening, the format for this podcast is that we have a, a complimentary daily walk, a written version that goes out by email. And that offers the text, a link to the text where you can read it and each of the versions for each day. Then there's a reflection written by a different writer every week. And on the podcast, we don't read the reflection itself. You do that on your own. But what we do, we read the text out loud, and then we do the recalibrate questions. So there's always a question that um, is intended to just give you something to think about that's related to what the writer wrote about and what the text is about. So, without further ado, I am reading and in from the, this week. Of course, uh, we're blessed with you know. With me again, yes. I didn't writer. realize that I was writing an entire month's worth in the middle of the worst season of my life. No, I have a statistics there's no, there's no midterm. Such, there's no such thing as and a worst I'm writing season an of your entire life. month. Oh, oh, oh! But there is. Yes. So I've written now. This is the second week, so I'm halfway there. All right. You know, it's all good. I'm a professional after all. Okay. <laughs> Isaiah 63, 1 through 6. Oh, my notes are in the wrong order, so I do not have the ESV at the top. What oh, am I okay. going to do? What am I going to do? What oh. am I going to do? I'm looking. Here it is. Okay, there you go. Subheading, the Lord's Day of Vengeance. Who is this who comes from Edom in crimson garments from Bozrah? He who is splendid in his apparel, marching in the greatness of his strength. It is I, speaking in righteousness, mighty to save. Why is your apparel red? and your garments like his who treads in the winepress. I have trodden the winepress alone, and from the peoples no one was with me. I trod them in anger and trampled them with my wrath. Their lifeblood splattered on my garments and stained all my apparel. For the day of my vengeance was in my heart, and my year of redemption had come. I looked, but there was no one to help. I was appalled, but there was no one to uphold. So my own arm brought me salvation, and my wrath upheld me. I trampled down the peoples in my anger, I made them drunk in my wrath, and I poured out their lifeblood on the earth. Beautiful. Mm, nicely put, isn't it? Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't entirely sure even where to go with this when I started this week. I kind of read it and went, wow, I have to write six days of reflections, approximately 2,500 words in total on this topic. Yes. It's all so, good. It's I, all I good. Did it. 
Yes, you did. It has been done. It has. It has. And you know, the truth is this: that it is a, it is a, an interesting passage. It, it feels just kind of random, right, as you listen to it, and you're kind of wondering how is this going to uh, demonstrate anything to us about who God is? And maybe it doesn't feel random to you. Maybe it feels like yes, fantastic. So let's uh, let's open it up this week and talk about it. And here's the first question for today, um, which I would encourage you to read the Daily Walk because it does help you to think about the question uh, in the context as well. But We'll approach it from another perspective as well, but you can go to boulder.church forward slash daily and read the daily walk there or subscribe to an email and get it. Here's a question. How do you respond to passages of scripture that seem irrelevant to your life and that don't appear to offer wisdom or hope? Hmm. Hmm. What an odd question. I wonder what that has to do with anything. <laughs> um do you do you th- suppose that this one here doesn't offer any any what is it any uh, doesn't seem relevant yeah. to your life and doesn't offer any wisdom well, or hope? Well, you know us? what I said right away is that you know not being a biblical historian, I don't know what these places are, and I, yeah. I mean I know obviously I can look them up, and I yeah. did, but even sometimes that doesn't necessarily help. It's like okay, those are a couple of places that feature in the Bible and that are supposed to be important for some reason, but. Yeah, I mean, this just, it sounds like a lot of the Bible where it's kind of, it's kind of ranty about <laughs> something where you like, you know how sometimes um, I, somebody will be yeah, going go off about a topic and you don't know what they're so worked up about because yes. you're not incensed about anything. Yes. You're kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm not mad or whatever. And so it just feels feel kind like of... like in the middle of a conversation. Huh. Yeah, like something's going on here. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get what the deal yeah, is. Yeah, I think that that's the difficulty with coming in sometimes into a passage like this, that you, you feel like you've just come into the middle of something. However, the problem is, is that um, this passage is, is resonates with so many people's perceptions of what they believe God is like. And so it kind of affirms uh, for many people that God is going to be this person who's going to come and squash people and when down you say and, that do you mean they like that they want well, god to no, be like this? I don't I'm not saying that necessarily the people well some do some do wars have been started in in the name of the of texts like this and ideas like this uh, without a doubt and uh, and people's attitudes have uh, been judgmental and, and oppressive because of ideas like this but if they understood part of the context story and probably unpack this a little bit more in the week especially on sabbath when I when I preach on this as well there is a community that's under threat. And so for them, they see this text as kind of like, yes, this is us responding. This is us saying what God is going to come and do because we are under threat. He's going to come and vanquish our enemy. And maybe that's why a passage like this feels kind of good, um, like a, a kind of crazy dance that you do. or I understand like a, that, but I, I really feel that that's almost appealing to the worst aspects of our nature. I don't yes. think that... It's necessarily helpful to think of yourself as being under threat. Well, I mean, not, sometimes obviously you could be in situations threat, where you are. But what if you're under threat? Well, what I mean is that in our current context, because I don't know what was yeah, going yeah, on sure. here, but if I'm supposed to apply it to right now, I think there are too many instances where people feel that they are under threat and they react badly to that, and it's sort of all in their heads half the time. Well, no, that's, I think that's really true, actually. Uh, I think that that's true for some situations. I think can be diffusing, you can diffuse it by just giving them another perspective on, on what's mm. really going on inside, the, inside their lives. 
having said that, there are people who really are living under life-threatening situations and oh, they need to speak up. And so there is this kind of tension that exists inside there. And then there are those who wish us to kind of say there is nothing wrong and all is at peace and the world is good and everything's fine. And, and they stand from a, a, a position of kind of, I don't know, blindness to what's really yeah. going on around them. And they don't understand there is actually something needs to be done. So well, and this, this is interesting because God, I suppose, is the, the character. You kind of have a almost a rhetorical questioner thing going on, like an yes. interrogator. Who is this? Oh, it is I. Why is your apparel red? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, the impression that you get is that it's God or Jesus, I suppose. Um, but then he's complaining that nobody helped so the idea is that there is something that we're supposed to yeah, do. Yeah, and I think it's, I mean, I'm just I look, I'm looking at the text here and I'm looking at the text here and there's just the repeat of the word lifeblood. I'd be interested to see what the other translations do here, but it says, I pour out their lifeblood, their lifeblood is repeated all the way through here in the text. This is kind of a, there is a motif uh, all the time. And the the play and the word as well with the wine press and, and the red uh, clothing and the garments. And I mean, there's just, uh, there's a lot of imagery here that's just been thrown all together so it's it's a mess well i think i'm going to go back to the original question which is how you respond to passages that seem irrelevant to your life in this case i responded by writing about it for six days in a row because <laughs> that was what i had to do but ordinarily that wouldn't be what i would do because <laughs> um, so i mean what, what i guess do with, i don't what do you think... do with the bible when you read something you think it's irrelevant what most people do is they just ignore it right well i do i do think a couple of things one thing right. i think from reading other things that aren't the bible is that sometimes you read something that's just way above your head right and i think that rather than trashing the thing the more sensible approach would be to say, what deficiencies in me does this point out? Sure. Think about it from that point of view. So I could do it from that point of view, That, and I've tried to a little bit of recognizing that I have a certain large degree of ignorance about all of this, even though I've learned Bible since I was a small child. I, I wouldn't say that I really understand theology or the historical implications of all of this or what it all means. And so... You can think, okay, maybe I don't have time right now to look into this, but yeah. I don't have to think that it's stupid. I could just kind of bracket it or something. I think I think there's a lot of wisdom inside that. And but maybe, the other thing, can maybe. I just say this other thing, is that mm, I also don't think you? that you yeah. have to find everything. I don't think you have to dig for meaning in everything. I mean, there's a lot of Bible. You can just move on and read something else no, that, that does speak that to is, you. you can that do is that very too. true. And I, 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 I think that there are seasons and I do believe, I mean, and Paul says this quite clearly that the, the spirit of God is what actually opens the word of God to us. Mm-hmm. And so um, not every passage every passage speaks directly into our lives for us or for our community to help us understand who God is at that point. But uh, then there are others that do. And so um, don't give up, hang in there and spend yeah, your time. Yeah, and I do think that reading something repeatedly does help you get more out of it. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, often first glance, it's like, oh, okay, yeah. whatever. But as you read something over and over again and think about it, it, it does help and you maybe to by see it in Friday, ways. And maybe by Saturday, by the sermon, we will have a better picture on this. So maybe. here is the question for today. Um, how do you respond to passages of scripture that seem irrelevant to your life and that don't appear to offer wisdom or hope? Well, think about that. Talk to your friends about it. Uh, look after each other. Live love. And we'll connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. 
If you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.